Good day, everybody. This is Dana Masson with The Sun Your Soul. My sincerest apologies for being kind of MIA over the summer. It has been so busy. Um, so I just haven't been able to be as consistent with my podcast as I desire. But I promise you, every two weeks, I'm going to release an episode religiously on time because I know everybody enjoys kind of like this boost of inspiration or a little reminder, a little nudge. A topic that I talk about a lot is boundaries. And boundaries are tricky because I feel as if in our society, we're taught at a young age to self-sacrifice, to give everything that you have and more. And that being selfless is admired. Like being the martyr is admired. We put that person on the pedestal. Even though if we can see that the person is drained and not taking care of their own needs, we quite possibly won't even acknowledge that or want to see that. So I talk about boundaries in the sense of knowing when to say no So as simple as that, when people ask us to do something or give something, we have this immediate jerk reaction to say, yes, of course. We don't even slow down to check in to see what do I have to give? Can I actually fit this in my schedule? Um, Did I fit in self-care this week? We really don't even do that slow down of checking in with ourselves to see, Do we even want to do this? Returning back to your heart is about knowing what you really enjoy doing in the areas of your life that you really enjoy giving, in the areas of your life that feel really uncomfortable for you to give, and you're just not passionate in that area. And also giving yourself that permission that you don't have to say yes to everything. You don't have to do everything that people ask you to do and to find your voice and that that's okay. I think we have this fear that if we say no, we're abandoning our friend or whoever this is, that we're being mean, that we're being rude, and that by saying no means the friendship is over. I'm sorry, but if those are the friendships that you're in, that you're collaborating in, ask yourself this. Do you really want to be in friendships that if you say no to something and you set a boundary, they abandon you? I'm thinking that's a wound friendship, a wound relationship. Because here's the situation. If you say no to some things, yeah, there's quite possibly a chance that some people in your life might feel abandoned and walk out. But take a step back. And really understand, are those really deep, worthy, healthy relationships? If you say no to something and they feel abandoned and they walk away and end the relationship because you said no to something, really examine what type of people and what type of relationships you are maintaining in your life. Now, there's different types of boundaries that you can kind of put into categories, time boundaries, personal boundaries, conversational boundaries, 
relationship boundaries, physical boundaries, social media boundaries. So let's talk about social media boundaries. What you feel comfortable putting out there and what you're uncomfortable with putting out there on display and being okay with that. There's some people that will put nudes out there and they're 100% comfortable with that. 100% comfortable. And then other people on the other side might be uncomfortable sharing a selfie. They might be uncomfortable sharing a family picture. That is okay. Whatever your boundaries are with social media and revealing parts of yourself, you know, some people don't even have social media accounts. I think that's wonderful and completely okay. Also know that with these social media boundaries, you have to respect other people's boundaries with social media. So if you have a picture of you and your friends, don't assume that they're comfortable with that picture being posted. You really want to get approval because if you were uncomfortable with something, you wouldn't want that posted. You know, you would want someone to give you that same respect. Relationship boundaries. All of my friendships are different. I have some of the same boundaries across the board, but then there's different boundaries with each person, depending on the personality. There's some people that respectfully, I want to say respectfully take, respectfully they have healthy boundaries, so when they connect and commune with you, it's just this natural flow. And it's almost like you don't have to be super protective or setting boundary lines. Then there's other friendships where maybe they don't have very strong boundaries, which is okay. We all don't have perfect boundaries. And maybe you have to be more cautious and aware of setting boundaries even gently during the conversation. So it's it's good once you master your own boundaries and you know what feels comfortable and you know your worth and you know how important it is to take care of yourself and how saying no to things actually is self-protective and self-preserving. In these situations, you don't have to be so alert to set boundaries because you're just you're naturally in the flow of setting boundaries, meaning you're naturally attuned to what you need in the moment. And you're naturally attuned to the feeling when someone is overtaking. And you're naturally attuned to the feeling of when someone really respects your boundaries and you really don't have to be alert with that person. There's like a new level of trust that's happening. Time boundaries. Time boundaries is a is a boundary that you almost have to have with yourself. You have to say, okay, say you're checking your email. I'm going to spend this amount of time checking my email, especially in the evening when business hours are over. I'm going to only check my email at 7 o'clock for 10 minutes, and then I'm done till the next morning. Um, scrolling on social media. Um, I notice when I'm watching TV, I'm very aware that when I'm picking up my phone, scrolling on social media or looking at Snapchat or whatever I'm looking at, 
I'm very aware that I'm only going to do this for a short period and I'm going to put my phone down. That's a boundary that I have for myself because I don't feel like if I'm watching a show and I'm also looking at my phone, I definitely know I'm not really paying attention to what's going on the show. So why am I even watching the show? I should pick one thing to do at a time. So for me, that's something that I do. If you're doing homework, you know, setting the limit, like I'm going to do homework one hour a night or this day I'm going to dedicate three hours of my time to homework or I have a client call. The client call is 30 minutes long. Do not go over that time. Um, once, especially with clients, it's very important professionally that you respect time boundaries because once you start overgiving it just becomes a pattern and then there possibly resentment could start coming in where you're because you're only getting paid for a certain amount of time so say for your 30 minutes or an hour but now you're edging in your hour calls are running up being 75 minutes or 90 minutes and now you're noticing that all this extra time that you could be using for yourself for self-care or possibly booking more sessions is now being dedicated as basically free time that you're just kind of giving away. It's good to have good professional time boundaries because then there's no resentment. You have a start time, you have an end time, you know when you end because especially being a psychotherapist, you know that you have 50-minute sessions. So you have 10 minutes to literally run to the bathroom, possibly eat a quick snack, and you're back in your next session. When you understand how important that 10-minute break is you're, for your body, for your mind, you're really going to respect it and hold it as gold. It's not a disrespectful thing. When your client has agreed to whatever the session is, 50 minutes, 30 minutes, 60 minutes, you've agreed upon that. So they are aware of that as you are aware of that. But you are the leader in the conversation. So you also are responsible in saying, okay, just to let you know, we have five more minutes till the call ends. Or just so you know, like if they brought up a new topic, okay, just so you know, we only have five minutes till the end of the session. So do you want to wait to go into this next session? There's many respectful, polite ways that you can alert the time boundary. Also time boundaries, even if you're out with your friends, um, sometimes you might have friends that are talkers or just maybe they don't have anything to do after, say, your lunch date. Um, it's okay to alert time boundaries with that. A lot of people have busy lives and, you know, afternoon appointments, have to pick up the kids from school, or maybe you have client calls in the evening or appointments in the evening, whatever it is, it's also not disrespectful to alert time boundaries in that situation. Like, okay, I got to go in like 30 minutes. Having things to do and having a schedule is very normal. I think what makes us uncomfortable is we think it's rude to remind people like, okay, I have to do this. Um, also, if you have like a friend that's a talker and you're noticing that you go out to dinner with them and they basically hog the whole conversation. Now, in that situation, there's different options that you can do to handle that. You can have a conversation with them about that. Like, hey, when we go out, I notice the conversation is kind of heavy with your stuff. 
for my friendships, it feels really good if we kind of have an equal exchange and you're talking, I'm talking, and we're both sharing. So we both kind of feel uplifted when we leave. Um, for those friendships, you know, you can just put kind of like a strong time limit when you spend time with them. So maybe the hour is just a lunch or 90 minutes and the time is set. So if the conversation is more heavy on their ends, at least you're not there for like three hours. Now, powerful friendships though, powerful relationships are mostly balanced. If you have a friendship where it's more heavier on the other end, meaning it's not equal exchange, you're more the giver, they're more the taker, Per my experience, I don't know how much that's going to be able to balance in the future. Some people just are not able to have that self-control to balance out the conversation and lack the awareness that they're even consuming more than you. Or there's a part of them that thinks that you're enjoying being the giver. So most takers... And I wish I had a different word to use for that role. So if someone does have a different word, please send it to me. Because I'm I'm always seeking a different word for like taker. Because it just feels so like low vibrational. The taker almost thinks that you're enjoying the giving experience. And they will actually seek relationships, possibly subconsciously, that are people that are over givers. So the the beauty in this relationship is it really brings awareness to you of how you need to be more cautious of when selecting friends. So sometimes when people see your light, you get excited like, oh, they see me, they like me, they want to be friends with me. But if you slow down a little bit, you'll notice why they like you, why they want to be friends with you because you have that light and oh, excuse me, almost that radar that I am a giver, come take from me. Um, Of course, this is something you can kind of neutralize as you do your self-work and kind of slow down when you're making friends and really take your time. Like, is this a friendship that's good for me? Of course, it's good for them. But is this a friendship that's good for me? Now, physical boundaries. What feels good to you, you know, when you're dating for the first time or even if you're in a long-term relationship and you need physical space, you need your own time, what feels good for you? Are you a hugger? Are you a person that would rather shake hands? That is okay. Figure out how you can maneuver through that awkwardness of when someone goes in for the hug and how you can kind of shape shift into the handshake. That is okay. Um, we talked about conversational boundaries. Make sure you're being aware when you're with people that you're not over interrupting, interjecting, giving too much advice. Um, make sure you're being a good listener. Only offering advice when the person asks for advice. Or gives you that invitation. When you're with someone professionally or personally, really make sure you're sharing the time. Really make sure you're asking questions. 
showing the person that you're connecting and understanding validating what they're saying even but with like head nods and eye contact and summarizing what they said showing that you understand here's the thing we can all improve our conversation our conversational skills when you really get really good with your conversational skills you begin to accelerate in your professional career and also you'll kind of notice like your personal relationships start to strengthen. Whatever you give into this realm, you begin to attract. So whether it's shedding your existing friendships and getting more high vibrational ones, whatever that is. But when you strengthen your own skills, people see that and you will be rewarded for that. Personal boundaries, we talked about for a second, like when you need personal space, when you need me time. I always encourage taking vacations or short day trips by yourself, really making sure that you're strengthening that relationship with yourself. When you have that really, really strong relationship with yourself, Setting boundaries becomes so easy, even when you have those awkward moments of like time reminders or setting boundaries, like that doesn't really feel good to me. When you really have that strong relationship with yourself, it becomes so natural to do all these things that once in a point in time we felt so uncomfortable with because we love ourselves so much and we know how taxing and annoying and frustrating our life will be when we don't speak our truth in relation to boundaries and what feels good to us so speaking our boundaries becomes so natural to self-preserve and keep that joy and happiness and peace going so think about like write down five new boundary actions that you want to make with yourself, whether it's professionally, personally, in a romantic relationship, maybe it's just connected to social media, maybe it's conversational awareness that you want to have. Write down five goals that you wanna work on and keep them out in front of you so you remind yourself of what you're working on and enjoy the journey, have fun with it. Namaste.